this is Young Money. And Trev, the ref, back for another episode of the Shot Clock Podcast. Let's get it. Oh, let's get it, man. We cannot get enough of Brooklyn Nuts, man. It seems like they're always on the news. Huh? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Do you think Do you think James Harden, since uh, since we see them play with Kyrie, KD, and Harden, do you think he's the most important player? Not this is the best player, but the most important player to the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, they they did beat the Suns mm-hmm. uh, without Kyrie and uh, KD, uh, and then they came back what down twenty four points. I mean, that's crazy. You know? uh, so I don't do you think do you think he's the most important player, or, or do you think uh, KD or Kyrie is? I do not think James Harden is the most important player. And then that's um, okay. Who do you think it yeah. is the most? Who do you think the most important players? I think the most important players gotta be KD. It's gotta be either KD or Kyrie for multiple reasons, right? Um, when I look at it, I see Harden as he might be the most versatile, best player offensively. Well, I think out of the three, he's the weakest defender, so that hurts him there. Um, I think KD is the best defender, so um, I'd say KD is the, the most important because he's the most lethal two-way player out of the two. Um, we can say James Harden is a better offensive player, even though I think KD is harder to stop from scoring. Um, so I, I say KD in that regard. And for the fact that KD and Kyrie have both run one rings before, and they, we've seen them be clutch. Uh, so those are three very important factors. They know what it takes to win a championship. They can lead a team to a championship. And, um, you know, they are the clutch go-to players um, at the, in the stretch. So and that for that reason I think KD is, has to be the the most important player on that team and Kyrie probably close second. Uh well I mean yes KD look, listen KD and Kyrie both won championship right, but were they the leaders of those championship? Probably not right, especially with Kyrie. Uh, we we all know he hit that shot probably the best mm-hmm. you know the the greatest shot maybe of all time in the finals probably. Um, arguably could be. But the uh, whose team was that? It was LeBron's James team. It was LeBron who carried the team, in my opinion. Fair. And then, and then secondly, KD, he did. I mean, yeah, he won the he won what two two championships, two out of three, right? Third year, mm-hmm. he probably won if he didn't get injured. Did he actually let the team? I mean, he's kind of like jumped into the best team, you know, best in the league, and then of course he's gonna win. He jumped into the best team <laughs> in the league. I mean, I mean. I mean, yes, both 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 Kyrie and KD both won championships, mm-hmm. but were they the leaders of both those teams? I don't know. I mean, they arguably could be. You know, uh, I mean, KD was probably the best player, right? Uh, uh, and that team. So I, I argue it was like similar with the Warriors, right? I think that with the Warriors, the Warriors like uh, uh, we all know when when KD was with the Warriors, we all know like KD was the best player. But in terms of the the, the most important player we all knew was Steph Curry because it was run through Steph Curry, the offense and everything, right? It's sim- I think a similar case here with Brooklyn Nets, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that that I think uh, James Harden is like a, like a like a Steph Curry of the Warriors. That 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 James Harden is uh, is not the best player. I don't think he's the best player in the team. I think he's the most important player uh, based on the one the fact that he's able to run the offense like uh, like no one else can run it, and then secondly. Mm-hmm. He he's playing under Steve Nash and his ex coach Mike and Tony, so he knows the system left yep. and right. So that he doesn't have to like, oh okay, 
new system and all that. He's just like go in and then that's what that's like the first time when he play with Brooklyn mm-hmm. Nets first game first two games is like he was just he's like been there basically. Um, so, so those two factors uh, really helps. Uh, I mean, yeah, Harden is probably slightly better defender than Kyrie, right? And better um, rebounder than Kyrie, but but yeah, I mean, yeah, KD is better. Is a better uh, defender, right? But yeah, I do agree that that KD is probably the best player of the Nets. But I think Harden arguably is the best, uh, most important player. Okay. All right, man. Okay, okay, man. So we talk about you know importance of player. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about uh, their uh, brokenness uh, weaknesses. Uh, right. So we so we talk about like what they have the three weaknesses right stuff defense and chemistry. Mm-hmm. Do you think do you think those has been addressed yet with that defense and chemistry? Oh, well, they did make some moves recently, right? Um, <clears throat> and they made some solid moves. They made, they picked up Andre Roberson, um, Iman Shumpert. I remember you texted me about both those earlier, and I'm like, okay, I like the moves. Because they picked up defenders. They picked up guys that can defend, veteran guys. Um, it's all about health, though, for Andre Roberson. He was one of the best defenders in the league, and then he just had a string of injuries that just kind of kept him out for a couple of years, a few years. And now we can just hope that he can give them some semblance of the shutdown defender that he was before those injuries and just stay healthy. And they got a nice piece that is going to fit well with this team because that's what they're missing is someone that can defend, especially on the wing or in the post. Um, DeAndre Jordan is not what he used to be. KD solid defensively, but he ain't no defensive stopper. Um, they need a defensive anchor on that team, and Roberson can be that if healthy and you know what he a semblance of what he he was before. So I like that they added depth. You know, Iman Shumper they already had a little bit of depth, and it's just continuing to rise. So yeah, I like the moves. I think they have enough to win the title. Um, it's just all about health, injuries. You know they already they're missing Spencer Dinwiddie already, which was a key miss. But um, they can make it through. I think they can make it through. What do you think? Uh, I mean, so so I feel like the Brooklyn Nets is very similar to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, in the sense of like, um, you know, he a bunch of player, and then Tom Brady kind of recruit people, recruit like Gronkowski, <laughs> Antonio Brown, and just. Yeah. Yeah, different player or defense is good. You know, it's like a similar case here. Like with the Brooklyn Nets, we have KD kind of like, kind of like Tom Brady, like recruiting people, recruiting Kyrie at first, and then Harden, and then and all this like uh, defensive players. Like Roberson, he he played with, right? So he's like, oh, come on in, man. Come on in, man. We need you. You know, like get, get out of retirement. Uh, you know, like get out of injury. Mm-hmm. We'll get you a ring. It's like, okay, cool. Roberson, like, sure, why not? You know. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think uh, the weakness is being addressed, right? Is it fully being addressed mm-hmm. yet? Not now, but like if you, it's like a movie, right? Type of thing, like okay, you know, beginning of the movie, almost half halfway. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I can see like them slowly have some chemistry ready, right? With KD and I think like KD and Kyrie, they have to have chemistry. Why? Because they they play together in you know, off season and friends and all that, right? And yeah. secondly, KD and Harden, they played together before in OKC. So when they first played the two uh, two games, they, they were like, you know, like, match in heaven, marriage in heaven, you know, just like, 
damn, the light so good, right? So the, I think the chemistry uh, with them, uh, uh, the question is for them three playing together coherently. Uh, I think they need a bit more time. Um, uh, it's, it's like similar to the the Clipper last year, right? They had a lot of talent, but you know, in, yeah. in and out and all that. So hopefully, hopefully uh, they play enough games, enough games, just like playing, not like set out game. Like Kyrie set out last game against the Suns. I mean, he wasn't injured, but Katie was. But <laughs> you know, and and then Katie was off because of COVID. You know, like the only consistent player so far of the three is like James Harden. Since he got traded, yeah, yeah. Missed, he hasn't missed a game yet. Um, and also, that's why he's, I argue why he's the most important player because he's the most available. That's fair. <laughs> you gotta that's come. Fair. To, you come to work, right? You don't show up. That's fair. You, you gotta show up. Um, so I think the chemistry. I think they can make it better. I think if they play enough games, hopefully after the All Star game, them three have like less injury. And then continue playing, they'll they'll be fine. And then yeah, they did address the depth and the defense, right? Duff is just added two more players, right? Like Iman and uh, Robinson, and, and they're both like defensive tenacious people. True. You have yeah, like Bruce Brown can defend. Um, so they have a lot of wing players who can um, who can defend, who can like um, who can show up, defend, shoot threes, uh, pass the ball to Kyrie or Harden, and let them do the work, or KD just. You know, do the dirty work, and yeah, I think they have some of that. So hopefully, uh, man, I think I think I think uh, it's coming together. It's coming together, but not yet. It will be, and and right now they're second, second, they're in the second place in the East. That's true, so, man. So like, come together. So I like it. I like it. Now the question is, would you want to have this big three, KD, hmm. Harden, Kyrie, or? Katie, Steph, and Clay. Ooh, dang, that's a tough choice. Woo, <sighs> we're talking all healthy, right? In their heydays. Yeah. Oh man. Right now, just right now. Who who you pick? You want to pick this? Hmm. I think I take the Steph, Katie, Clay. Why? Um. I think the synergy between them is just too great. Like, they're all unselfish players. You got two players on that team with KD and Klay Thompson who can be plus defenders, especially Klay. Klay can be a defensive first-team type of player. You got two snipers out there who can play off-ball. Meanwhile, the other team, you know, with Kyrie, Harden, and KD, they're getting it together, but... They're really, truly are three players that want to play with the ball. Uh, KD's showing he can play off the ball a little bit with, you know, the Warriors, but it's a little bit different. So I got to take that team. I think they got better chemistry overall. Uh, they have a higher upside with the defense that they can bring. And um, when you have the best shooting backcourt of all time, that's, come on, man. I'm not going to go against that. Dude, I, I, I'll pick the dribble bros over the slash bros. Oh no! Don't do it! Don't do it, y'all! Money! Don't do it! Hey, look, don't listen, do listen, it. Listen. He's he's joking, y'all. He he doesn't mean this. <laughs> the Dribble Bros and KD they have the best offensive rating ever in the NBA, and no one can like stop that. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I mean, think about Harden. Harden. I, I think I think Harden is probably better, slightly better uh, player than uh, than Curry. Is because when Harden was with the Rockets, right? They were at least what fourth seed, second, you know, at least fourth seed, right? Mm-hmm. But when Curry is, is by himself right now, no Clay, with Draymond only, then the eighth seed. You know, dropping numbers and all that, but they don't eighth, right? Four first eighth, and then Harden is better, probably uh, uh, not a shooter, but a better scorer and and a point guard. Mm-hmm. Not shooter, but a better point guard, facilitator. Steph Curry's better uh, shooter, and he's better scorer probably than Steph. And he is, uh, and Harden's probably uh, bigger, mm-hmm. and so he can rebound more, probably slightly defend a bit more, right? You got that, like. Uh, Ooh, we got that. Uh, like Kawhi cannot even post on James Harden. You know, James Harden got a you know chubby type of body type. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I mean, like anyone could just post on the uh, on Curry. Not anyone, but like Kawhi and you know, like LeBron. But ain't nobody trying to uh, post on the James Harden. He, he got that body on you. You know. Oh, come uh, on now. <laughs> Ain't nobody doing that to Clay, though. Ain't nobody doing that to Clay. I feel like Kyrie and Curry are the same when it comes to defense. Yeah, Kyrie and and and, uh, and, uh, and Curry, yeah, they're the same. But yeah, we have that. I mean, we have three of the most lethal scores in the NBA. I mean, any of them can drop thirty a night. Um, so I'm not saying that Steph and Clay can't, but uh, they can. But <laughs> I mean, they're like more like shrieky type of. Uh, well, Clay's more like shrieky type of. Well, he's consistent, but also shrieky. Uh, I mean, Clay can drop like what thirty in the in the quarter, right? See, see, it sounds like you don't even believe what you're saying, bro. You know, no, don't no. do Clay like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, my boys Clay and Steph will drop thirty in a quarter. What you mean? <laughs> but like once in a blue moon, yeah. That's you fair. Know. That's fair. But no, but but James. James and Kyrie, they can drop it, you know, almost every game. They feel like it. I mean, hard to drop 38 without Kyrie and uh, and KD playing, just like this. That's you know? fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So, I mean, hmm. yeah, man, I, I got to pick the Dribble Bros over uh, uh, the Splash Bros. You got, I know. I, uh, yeah. So, okay, I got you, man. You, you got that uh, Splash Bros. I got Dribble Bros. And we are, uh, what kind of bros we are, uh, Russ? Oh, man. We're the, um, the, the, the what, what are we going to call ourselves, man? We're the... The Blasian the, uh, uh, bros. There you go. The Blasian <laughs> bros. We like it. <laughs> All day, every day. <laughs> some of you do not know what, some of you guys, you guys know what I mean? It means black and Asian. <laughs> 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 you like that, huh? You don't see this coming. Okay. Yes, sir. All right, man. We talk about Brooklyn Nets. Maybe, maybe they face the uh, the Lakers, right? In the in the uh, in the finals. Mm-hmm. All right, dude. So right now we have eighties injured. That's just any injury, but his uh, he has a big injury, Achilles, I believe. Mm. So we think you should sit him, or should he just come to? You sit on to the playoffs, or should, should you just make him come back as soon as possible if you're the Lakers? Man, that's tough. 
not making we're definitely not making him come back as soon as possible. We've seen how that goes, especially with KD in the championship a couple years ago, right? So that's that one's definitely out of the question. I'm gonna give AD his time, and if it takes to him getting into the playoffs, so be it. I think the Lakers can make the playoffs without him, and just chill, right? And then he gets into the flow of things in the first round, and um, you know they kind of go from there because they're gonna need AD to win a, tap, a championship. So <clears throat> let him rest. They need AD to be healthy. Yeah, that that sucks though. Like that's tough. You don't. I don't play with Achilles, man. I feel like no one should play with their Achilles. That's a that's a career changing injury. Still, um, it's not as bad as it used to be, but oh, don't play with that one, man. Don't do it. Yeah, you're don't right. I mean, think about it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like KD, when he when he when he um, when he played for the finals, he had a, he had a, he had a, yeah he had a you know he had a Achilles injury, mm-hmm. and then they had him back, and then guess what? He missed eighteen months. Eighteen months, right? Mm-hmm. He rushed. He rushed AD back. He probably missed like two years, right? It's because AD is a uh, is a bigger, not necessarily taller, but a bigger in terms of weight size than uh, than KD. And a uh, big man like that come back. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know who come back like KD type of shape. But um, the thing is this, uh, Trevor, the ref mm-hmm. is the fact that. Because of injuries, when when you play in the playoffs, but also you play uh, not in the play, but also in the finals, right? So playoffs, finals, but also the shortest um, rest season for any not just NBA for any sports, right? This you know just like a small summer and then start playing, you know, back. Uh, and then AD have an injury um, uh, in history, right? Like two, I think two seasons, he only played for like seventy games. Yeah, or less than that. So like, like eighty has a lot of injury in the past, and he played very a lot of games in, in the playoffs, right? Uh, into the finals and short rest. So, I mean, at some point, you know, someone's gonna get injured. I'm not saying like to to say you know to say that, but yeah. Um, and he came back. Eighty wasn't like really himself. Like he's not dropping like twenty eight, like twelve, and like. Blue blacks is like twenty two eight, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, so he's not like he doesn't look like a top five player coming back. He's like a top, maybe top ten. Yeah. Um. So yeah, hopefully, um, look, we wish the best of luck with um, with AD. Right, we don't want anyone to get injured and come back. Mm-hmm. All that. Uh, so do you think LeBron still can carry the Lakers in the sense they probably can carry without AD right to the to the playoffs? But how far can they go without AD? Yeah, that's a good question. I think they can make it to like the second round at least without them. Like they still got a lot of good players on that team, right? Like Dennis Schroeder's no slouch, uh, Montrezl Harrell, Marcus Saul. You know he's old. He still got some better leadership and some defense. Uh, Kyle Kuzma's solid. Um, Talon Horton Tucker, ah, Talon Horton Tucker, you know, out of Chicago, stand up. Uh, he's solid, nice little piece off the bench. Pope, Caruso, it's still a pretty deep, solid team. So, you know, I mess with them. The, the Lakers still have a good chance, even without AD. Um, I can't see them making it t- to like past the Western Conference Finals though without them. So you think? Do you think AD's injury is the 
biggest obstacle for the Lakers to repeat then? Most definitely. Well, most definitely. As of right now, I think any injury to AD or LeBron is a big obstacle. Right? Like, they can't lose either one of those guys. Right. So, you don't. So yeah, in other words, you don't lose injury <clears throat> nor do you lose to COVID, right? Nowadays, mm-hmm. like, you know, before before the COVID season, right? You can lose to injuries. Like, KD was injured, Kai was injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's like injury and COVID. So, Double negative, man. Don't do that, all right? All right, man. Let's continue on the West, man. We got the Utah Jazz, the best record in the league. The question is, are they the best team in the league? Ooh, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. You already know how I feel, young money. The pretenders are back on the clock. They are not the best team in the league. They They're the best record. The they have the best record. Go ahead, go ahead. No, keep, no. go ahead. No, I don't. I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't. I'm not even looking at the NBA standings until the Jazz are no longer the number one team in the league because it's just not. It's false advertisement. That's what that is. False advertisement. It's like remember all those. Remember the, remember those those Toronto teams with Demar Derozan that kept on coming in first in the East, and everyone was like, "Oh, this is gonna be the year. They're gonna do it. They're gonna beat LeBron every year." And they like lost in the second round like every year, or like. Oh my gosh! There's just so many examples. They're that team. They're that team that's like, oh, we have this great regular season record. We're gonna be somebody this year, and they flop. And that is the Utah Jazz. I have nothing else to say about this topic. You all will see. Come play outside. <laughs> oh, so you say pretenders and not a uh, no, no, contenders. Pretenders, pretenders of masters of disguise. That's what we're gonna call them for now. On. Oh dang! You bogus. <laughs> so Jordan Clarkson's forty points was a fluke off the bench, huh? Oh no, Jordan Jordan Clarkson's that dude. He's he's for real, six man of the year right there. Rudy Colbert, you know, double double every night. Mitchell O'Neal, Joe Ingles, you know. Mm-hmm. The Australian, the Aussie, Bachman. Yeah, you know, I think Utah Jazz. Uh, the, uh, you know, they look like. I don't. I don't think they will look like the Toronto Raptors. They probably look like more of uh, the Utah Jazz with Karl Malone and uh, and John Stockton. Maybe not to that uh-huh. level, right? Because John mm-hmm. Stockton and Karl Malone, they went to the finals. True. Um. They, yeah, they may probably. So the so the Utah Jazz had the best record in the league, but I don't think. I mean, Utah Jazz has the best record in the league. Uh, I mean, yes, in, in the paper, they're the best team in, in, in the league. But when it comes to playoffs, they probably not going to – they probably wouldn't. No. At, like, mo- at most, at most they probably go to the Western Finals. finals. They get to see the like, Western Conference Finals. Yeah, maybe. They're like yeah. – they're like, remember that um the Portland Trailblazers when they had – um, Rashid Wallace, Damon Stoudemire, Bonzi Wells, that squad, that's what they remind me of. Like, they're solid. You can mess with them, but they're not going anywhere. Let's just be real. Dang, okay. We got a hater here. Okay. They're going to prove you wrong. They're going to prove you wrong, man. Okay. Okay, you don't like to go down. How about this? Uh-huh. The Phoenix Suns. Worry about them. You think they are contender or pretender? Devil Poker, man. Look. 
look, Devin Booker, Western Player of the Year, 32 points, 5 assists, 5 rebounds, 56% field goal, 47, 47%, 47% from three. Wow. Mm. What do you think? Do you think they, uh, I mean, they, they have a fifth They're pretenders. Right They're pretenders, too. And I, I hate to say that because uh, CP3 and Booker are ballers. But I don't like the team around him. Jay Crowder's nice. I think DeAndre Aiden needs some more development for them to be contenders. He has to be a beast in the post and give them what they need when they need it to, scoring-wise and defensively, to lock up the post. That's going to be key. And just more development also from, like, Mikhail Bridges. He's a nice player. Cam Johnson. You know, those guys have to be a little bit more seasoned to me. Because we have to, we have to remember, nobody, nobody on this team besides Crowder or Chris Paul that gets minutes has played in the playoff game yet. So that gives me hesitation. I think maybe next year, if we see the improvement and taking another step for Aiden and the Cam and those guys, then they'll be contenders. But I can't give it to them yet. <clears throat> okay, man. Dang, you're hating on the Jazz and the Suns. Okay. Yes, sir. Hate, keep hating. <laughs> So who do you think is most who's the, who's the uh, most who's more important to the Suns? Do you think CP3 or Devin Booker? Mm, that's tough. That is a tough question. I think CP3 for his experience and leadership. Yeah, and the way he because runs the team. Without yeah. CP3, right? Last year they didn't have CP3. What like 10th seed? Mm-hmm. With CP3, the fifth seed, right? All of a sudden they're a playoff team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think CP3 is you know he had leadership, one leadership, defense, and uh, able to run the run run point. Right, they needed that mm-hmm. for that team to uh, like Devin Booker is a rising star. The Andre Ayton, hopefully, uh, you know, a rising star. I like I like I like them a lot. You know, I think they yeah. have grown they have grown a lot. Uh, because CP3. And yeah, definitely, definitely, they'll be a, a team to watch, man. Mm-hmm. In, pl- in the playoffs, it's gonna be fun for them to to, to be uh, uh, reveling again, you know. All right, man. Let, let's continue on, uh, uh, on on some of the uh, the good stuff, man. The, the Hornets, Charlotte Hornets. They're mm-hmm. an eighth seat now. Lamella mm-hmm. Ball. I'm telling you, dude, this guy is legit. He's not a bus. He's better. He's better than Lonzo Ball. I, I feel like Lamelo Ball is like a younger Jason Kidd. Uh, except Jason Kidd can defend. Lamelo Ball can't really defend yet. But like in terms of like uh, playmaking and passing and dribbling and rebounding, it, you know all that. It's just like defense not there yet. But uh, all that you know like rebounding, playmaking. Playmaking, dribbling, passing. Man, it's fun to watch, man. I, I, you know, I don't wake up one day be like, I want to watch this guy play. Yeah, this is, it's fun to watch. What do you think of him? He's leading. Yeah. Also, also, he's leading like the rookie. Uh, the I feel like he's going to win the rookie in because he's le- he's leading in every categories. Bro, <laughs> man, Lamelo Ball is nice. I'm with you on that one, bro. The mellow ball is nice. He has to be the choice for a rookie of the year, right? Like you said, he leads the rookies in every positive statistical category. Scoring, rebounding, assists, steals. Double-doubles, like, triple-doubles, PR. 
Yeah, like it's just insane. Like if you don't, if someone doesn't, if he's not the unanimous rookie of the year, someone needs to be fired. I don't care who it is, but whoever does not vote for Lamelo Ball is fired. Don't ever talk basketball again. Um, he's a hooper. I like what the Hornets did. They have a nice little squad with picking up him and picking up Gordon Hayward. You still got Terry Rozier, Devontae Graham. Uh, P.J. Washington is nice on that team. Miles Bridges is nice. If they get another big in the post um, and get a defender, a wing defender, because a lot of those guards, especially in the wing pieces, Gordon Hayward, none of them guys are really defenders. They get a lockdown defender on the wing and a, a big guy anchor in the post. Whew, the Hornets could be nice for a couple of years to come, man. I like them. I like LaMelo. Good things are happening. MJ finally getting himself a good team out there in Charlotte. Let's see what happens. Let's see. Let's go, MJ. MJ finally woke up and know how to pick a player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lamelo Ball, man, this, this guy's a real deal, man. He, man, I mean, I mean, they bench him. He was a bench player for you know until the last you know like uh, a couple of weeks, uh, uh, and they started playing. That started, man. It's just. He's making everyone better, man. Fabulous. All right, man. Talk about uh, Hornets. The same, 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 uh, same conference. Dude, the Celtics, man. They, they are like a five hundred team. Literally, they just lost. Yeah. Five hundred team. <clears throat> the Boston Celtics. Can you believe that? Mm-hmm. That's tough. Series of unfortunate events. Five hundred team. They're the fifth seat right now. Literally, this is lost. Yeah. Lost the. The Hawks. I mean, what's happening? Man, I think it's a combination of things, right? They lost some key players in Gordon Hayward, and um, that hurt them. They, then they had Kimball Walker was out for a, a long period of time to start the season with his injury. He's been trying to get back in the flow. Tatum had COVID. He was out for a while, and he said he's still having breathing problems with that. So that's an issue. Um Marcus Smart's been out. They've had a lot of unfortunate injuries, um, COVID and non-COVID related, and then the loss of Gordon Hayward on top of it all. So they're struggling right now. They're searching for answers. And I think if they can get healthy, they'll be okay, and they can still make some noise in the playoffs. Do I think they're a championship team? Probably not. There's some heavy hitters out there in the East Coast now, right, with the Nets and the Sixers. All those teams are looking pretty good. I don't think they're a championship team, but they're still nice. They got a lot of nice young players. I like the addition of Tristan Thompson Thompson in the offseason after we saw what Bam Adebayo did to them in the post last year. But, um, yeah, health has just been a killer for this team. Hmm. 500. Yeah, it's sad, man. Like, Campbell Walker's hurt. I mean, just like, yeah, I don't know, man. So do you think Brown and Tatum are better than, than Campbell Walker? Like yeah. Option, right? yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. Which is cool. Yeah. All right, man. The Celtics, man. Finally, we talk about the Rockets, man. I told you. <laughs> I told you I'm going to sell the stocks and you believe me. And guess what happened? Uh, they suck. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> man. It's injury bug too, bro. Because Christian Wood and Victor Aladipo been hurt. That's why. That's why. You know, when they come back, when they come back, watch what happens. Make some noise. Make it rain. Get in there, Rockets. They're the second worst team in the West now. You said they were a playoff team. 
You know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Their two best players gonna get hurt. Any team lose their two best players, what you gonna do? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I think Christian should be an MVP, MVP candidate. I know they all in six since Christian Wood got hurt. Got yeah, exactly. All in six. See, he's getting my vote. That's <laughs> enough right there. That's impact player. Dang, like he's not good. All in six and he's gone. You know? uh, That's how I define my vote. You know, when you're not there, your team just suck like garbage. And then oh and six, Christian. I'm telling you guys, Christian Wood. It's not just a good or solid player, but he's a he. He's like an all-star caliber team or a player. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So with that being said, I'm I'm still selling the uh, Houston Rockets, but I'm buying Christian Woodstock. How are you? You still gonna buy the Houston Rockets? Uh, you probably should sell it now, man. They are like the second worst Oof. team in the in the West. I'm gonna hold on to it. I'm gonna hold on to it. I'm sticking with John Wall and them boys, and you know they're gonna make it happen. They're gonna make it happen, young money. They're making it happen. I'm. I, 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 you never back down. One thing. Listen, listen, sit down, kids, and just listen to Uncle Trev on this one. Never back down, okay? Never back down. Always, you know, stick with your your people. Go down with the ship. But I'm going down with the ship, baby boy. Let's go. <laughs> Tell you guys something. Does not listen to this guy. He said, <laughs> he said, he said they were playoff teams. They're gonna make the playoffs and all that. Now they're the second worst team in the West. I told you got to sell it. <laughs> See, look, here's the result. Look at me. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Buy that stock. Hold on to it. <laughs> Come on. You know what? Hold on to it, man. All right, man. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys later. Bye. Have a good one.